Welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. I'm Dennis Weens, your host, the Senior Impact Catalyst at Sat7 USA. Each week, I invite a guest to join the podcast to share about their unconventional, innovative, and creative ministry approach. Today, we're going to go to Germany and learn about an exciting example of that innovation. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast as well as make comments. You know how you were touched by the topic of that podcast episode will mean something to your friends as well. So be sure to leave comments and to share these episodes with your your friends, your networks, your family, and I'll say thank you in advance for helping us in that way. I want to thank my sponsor, Sat7 USA. Sat7 is a Middle East and North Africa multi-platform broadcast media ministry making the gospel available to everybody in the Middle East and North Africa. You can learn more by visiting the website sat7usa, that's S-A-T, the number 7, USA.org. And then go to the different uh, menu buttons to learn ways you can be involved, ways you can give, uh, learn about the ministry. Uh, there's stories, there's uh, resources like estate planning and stewardship. So I encourage you to visit the website and learn more. Today, my guest is Nate and Katie Weens at Black Forest Academy in Germany. So uh, welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. It's great to have you. And uh, your journey to Germany is interesting. Uh, Nate, you've been a assistant track coach at Iowa State University. You were associated head coach at the University of California, Riverside. You were the director of track and field cross country and an adjunct professor at Mid-America Nazarene University in Kansas City. And now you're the guidance counselor at Black Forest Academy. I'm intrigued by that journey from a major American universities where you're director of track and field, and now you're a guidance counselor in Germany. So uh, we have a lot to talk about. We do. It's It's been a really fun journey. It's been a fun journey. I, I think um, my AD could sum it up pretty well when he asked me one time, well, and I had to tell him, hey, I'm just not that competitive. I just like being part of these kids' lives. And he was like, what? And he, he got he got a little disturbed about that because he wants a competitive coaching staff. And we found I found I just had a lot more success when I was diving into the kids' lives as opposed to just coaching. And so I, I think it that was one of the main reasons why I decided to come here was this was another opportunity to dive into kids' lives when I felt like the coaching and the competitiveness really started to leave what I was doing. Um, and so it was uh, it was probably a little bit more of a natural transition than I maybe even wanted it to be. But it was one that I that I really wouldn't have given up for anything. And so. Katie, uh, you it wasn't Nate's decision. It was your decision as a couple. And then you brought your kids into this decision and to journey with you in faith from uh, an American dream to international ministry. So what was your perspective? We we did. And I think that I think that our kids were just as excited. I was just as excited um about it. We talk as a family often about leaving our yes on the table. That's kind of that's kind of our family motto is let's leave our yes on the table. That if the Lord asks us to do something, that our answer is gonna be yes. We're just we're leaving it on the table. And so as Nate he always was such a fantastic coach, but like he said, he was such a fantastic relationship builder. 
And that's something that we've enjoyed doing as a family. Our kids love being around other kids and um, and I enjoy that. And so as we started praying, we were praying how like how can we do this together and as a whole family? And that's and so the Lord led our whole family this direction. Yeah. So we wanna we wanna learn about Black Forest Academy, but before we go there, to talk to us a little bit about this journey. You know, when you first started thinking about this, uh, what were some of the fears, some of the obstacles you encountered uh, early on? Because I think there's a lot of people sitting in the pew today would want to uh, do what you guys did, but there's too many obstacles and they don't finish the journey. Yeah, I I think what a lot of people need to understand in our position, it wasn't like, oh, we've been just on this path and skipping happily from one assignment to the next. Um our, our last job that I was in uh, was Mid-American Nazarene University, and that's my alma mater. I love it. But we got to a point with that school where um, about three years before we made the decision to pursue Black Forest Academy, I was getting to a point in my coaching career where I was pretty burnt out. I was working really hard, long hours, um, investing a lot in the student-athletes, and I loved the school, but it was it was hard on a lot of different levels. So we started praying that God would open the door. And I'm not going to say I, oh, I didn't look at any, no, we were looking at jobs. I was, I was trying to find a way out for a couple of years while we were praying. And it finally came down to the point where I realized I really needed to be content with where God had me before I could make, make the next step forward. And so for those people that are looking at kind of doing the same thing it is if you're if you're in a place where you're like hey i think overseas missions is my way out understand that it's it's probably harder than what you're currently doing but the other part of that is no matter what you're doing and, and no matter where you're doing it god's going to work in your life and and it sounds just easy and it sounds like a very churchy thing to say but but that is where we're supposed to be living we're supposed to be living every day following and just living how the Holy Spirit directs our lives. And he directed us to pray. And we were praying for three years about an opportunity. Now, we've been joking about Black Forest Academy for 17 years, about when things got hard, we'd, oh, let's just sell everything and go be dorm parents of Black Forest Academy. And so I think our, our joke, along with a hard situation, along with a lot of prayer, really pursued our hearts and minds to 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 pursue Black Forest Academy at a little different level than some would just maybe inquire. We were we were very serious once we made that that first call and that first email, but it didn't come before I was had a full year under my belt at Mid-America, finally stepping back from being almost at a stage of burnout and just getting to a point of contentment before Christ with my athletes, with my athletic director, with my school of really really diving in and and instead of pursuing just what I wanted to pursue, actually pursue how I felt God wanted me to pursue that coaching life. So yeah. when you decided to make this uh, change and go to international ministry, uh, what are some practical steps that you guys did, things you learned? Because you had to find an agency, you had to raise your support, uh, you had to move the family, yeah. you had to prepare the family. Uh, what's some practical advice that you guys did that you felt was very helpful? Well, we we just started asking questions. We have family that has been ministry in ministry for a long time. We have good friends that have done overseas ministry for a long time. Um, and we just started asking everybody, hey, where do we start? What organization do you work with? What do you like about your organization? Um, do you not like? 
Um, I think it was it was just the asking questions, and then the Lord filled in so many of the blanks. Mm-hmm. Um, really, just paved the way for it to happen, and happen relatively quickly. But people are so eager to share that if you know someone like yourself or <laughs> someone at your we have very good sources. <laughs> um, we we were just able to find answers to our questions very quickly. Um, even our church, we mentioned it to our church. And before we had e- before we had even found an agency, um, our church was like, okay, how can we help you? Um, when can we start supporting you? What I understood is talking to other people, not doing this journey alone was very important to build a network around you. Yes. Second thing I understood is the local church was extremely important and you were involved in the church, and so it was a natural thing for the church to get behind you in this next phase of journeying to full-time ministry. Absolutely, absolutely. And we had not even been with our church very long, um, but we were involved in ministry there. We already knew a lot of people, and we were surprised. We were so surprised at the support that came from people when we said, hey, we think the Lord is leading us this direction. just the overwhelming support um, that came from places we didn't expect. So encouraging, such just such a testimony to the Lord's faithfulness, and that this is what He wanted for us. And you did this as a family, and so your your kids were involved in the process, involved in the decisions. What were some of their challenges, and how did you overcome them? Well, I think their their biggest challenge was 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 hearing us say the same thing to potential partners and supporters forty and fifty different times. They were all in the first two times, and it got hard after that. Um, yeah. And then the realization started setting in with our kids that oh, this we are going to make this change. We are making this decision, and so just every step along the way, there's going to be new challenges when you're when you're facing a a complete life change like this but again it was it was just more opportunities for us to bring back to our kids teachable moments of why we're doing this and it wasn't just a life change for us it was a life change for our kids and it was incredible learning points and points of even our youngest at 6 and 7 years old um kind of putting anchors in our faith of hey we're going to trust God for this hey we're going to and then seeing him come through and be faithful and and them seeing his goodness and his provisions was, uh, for mom and dad's hearts, was just incredible to see the change in their lives along the way and along this journey as well. And they've been pretty supportive. Like they were pretty excited about it. Um, our agency wanted to make sure that they were pretty excited about it, especially our teenager, um, before they sent us out. But all three of our kids have been have been up for the adventure. Nobody really dug their heels in um, and said, we aren't going to do this. Um, There have been difficulties, especially our youngest has been, he's had the hardest time, but he's also the one um, that has seen, he has seen the Lord work in his, in his small life in it as well. So they, our kids have been really great in, in all of it. 
Very good. And you found an agency, Avant Ministries, here in Kansas City, and uh, we'll talk more about that uh, in a little bit. Talk to us about Black Forest Academy. What is the academy all about, and what is your role there at the school? Okay. Um, I'm going to give you the the quick 20-second rundown. It's an international Christian boarding high school that facilitates missionary kids. Um, Their parents are all over the world. So we have 30 plus nationalities represented at Black Forest Academy with the kids that attend here. Uh, A lot of of them are from Europe, the 1040 window, you know, Asia, Africa. So these kids are coming from all over the world. Um, There's about 260 kids on campus. About 50% of them are boarding students. And around, you know, 70 to 80% of our kids pursue higher education in the States. Average class size is around 12 and about 95% of our students are involved in intentional small groups, intentional discipleship and leadership. And then we have athletics, music, theater, all the things, all the things. So most of the kids here are missionary kids or MKs, as we call them. But and most of them have U.S. passports. Most of them have never lived in the U.S. very long. Um, So sometimes it looks like campus is a lot of a lot of American kids, but then you start talking to them and you're like, oh my goodness, some of these kids have never been to Chick-fil-A, even though their passports yeah. says U.S. So it's such, it's such an amazing, an amazing place because most of these kids have grown up on the field with their parents. Yeah. Very so. interesting because uh, I grew up as a third culture kid in Africa as well and uh, went to the boarding schools and uh, then went back, of course. Uh, so very interesting. So I know uh, what the the kids are going through, the students, the TCKs, but also I've been a dorm parent in an international school in Africa as well. Talk to us a little bit about your roles. Uh, are you coaching? Are you doing guidance counseling? What is your role there at Black Forest? Yeah, doing doing all that this year. Um, so this year, um, guidance counselor, helping kids academically, um, uh, spiritually, just prepare for next steps in their life. Uh, it's it's great. It's good communication. It's good connection with the student body. Helping out in the weight room, um, coaching track and field this year, and uh, and Katie, I'll let you. Yeah, I'm I'm helping out at the front desk, so I'm keeping track of attendance. For kiddos, making sure everybody gets here, gets here on time, and and just helping some of the helping some of the staff with, I guess day to day some of the operations stuff. So we're dorm subbing, so we're helping in one of the dorms uh, once every other week or once a week, and then overall with meal prep and just connecting with students overall support. But we're most excited about next year. It's why we decided to pursue Black Forest Academy next year. We're switching roles to being dorm parents. So it's going to be 24-7 conversations, academics, go to bed, wake up, here's your meal. Let's talk about life things. Orthodontists, making lunches, doing chores. Yes. And just all the things in between. And I think that's something we are incredibly excited about. I think 95% of students or uh, teachers and faculty here are like, Bless the dorm parents. They, they're crazy, and we're like, we're in. Let's go, boy. That's yeah. that's where we want to be living. So to do this ministry in uh, Germany, you've raised your support through Avant Ministries. Talk to us about your support. Do uh, you have uh, a website where our podcast listeners can learn more about your ministry there at Black Forest? We do. Our landing page is avantministries.org forward slash missionary forward slash Nate dash and dash. Katie Dash Weens. There'll be a link for that. Um, 
And so, yeah, we, we're with Avant Ministries. We are almost fully supported. We're getting there. Um, we could use a little bit more help, but we've had the blessing of coming with quite a bit of funds built up to get us through this first year. And so moving into the dorms, we're looking to raise a little bit more coming into this next year. We love Avant Ministries. Uh, we chose them mainly, I would say mainly because of their because of their MK care and just the support that they offer it in comparing different agents, the individuals that they have on staff to just care for missionaries and missionary kids just seemed uh, just seemed to cut above, seemed like they were the ones that we knew if we went overseas and we were struggling, um, they would be the ones to help step in and make sure that we got the resources that we needed to, yeah, to continue doing what God has called us to do. Good, and uh, we'll put uh, we'll put the notes uh, for Avant Ministries in the podcast description, as well as your own uh, landing page with Avant, so people can find it. And uh, Katie, you were going to say something. Oh, I was just going to say. So most of our support comes from friends, mainly back in Kansas City, and that our fabulous home church that we spoke of earlier. Yes. Um, and then we have a few other friend churches that that are part of our team. So. That's been an um, that has been an amazing journey too, just to see if the Lord calls you somewhere, the way He's going to provide. Um, that has been a really neat part of this year to see that all come together. And, and so for the for the couple sitting in the pew saying, "Man, I'd love to do missions, but I could just never do that kind of fundraising." All right, that should not be the reason why you choose not to. Um, God will provide if He calls you to it will be faithful to provide for that. You will have to step out of your comfort zone. I'm an outgoing person that's recruited for 20 years. Um, I did not shy away from the challenge of support raising. I, I actually enjoyed many parts of it, but it, it, there's parts that were difficult, but he will prepare you and he will pave your way. And your support will come from very likely sources and from very unlikely sources. And so just prepare, be prepared for both. And you come from a family of other Weenses in the extended family that have all raised their support and have enjoyed raising support. And, um, you know, as I travel and speak in churches, I think one of the biggest obstacles for people getting involved in missions is this whole concept of support raising and the fear that people have. And they not aware that uh, they can just trust the Lord and uh, build relationships and build friendships and uh, friend raise and the support comes in. So Nate and Katie, this is fascinating to hear you talk and thank you for coming on the Unconventional Ministry podcast and uh, sharing about your journey. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank so you so much. Awesome. This is the Unconventional Ministry podcast. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends and leave a comment. SAT7 is a Middle East and North Africa broadcast media ministry making God's love visible and the gospel available to everyone in the Middle East and North Africa. SAT7 USA has resources in helping you honor God while protecting your family. You can avoid another regret, which is the failure of not creating an estate plan. Through a partnership with Financial Planning Ministry, SAT7 USA provides Christian experts to assist you in preparing your will or trust, all at no financial cost to you. Visit www.sat7usa.org and click on the tab Planned Giving for more information. SAT7 simplifies the process and makes it easy for you so that your family and friends don't have to bear the burden and regret of your failure to create an estate plan. 
Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. <music>